the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio, it's Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live. Hey, look out. It is the Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Rackley. And I'm Sam Davis. And I'm Megan Morgan. My gracious, everybody's here. <laughs> he stopped ruminating and now he's in the studio. Sam wow. Davis, ladies and gentlemen, let's just take a moment of silence. Can we just have silence? Okay, that's there good. you go. Thank you very much. <laughs> Are you done ruminating? Yes, thank you for having me on the show. Rick. <laughs> Always a pleasure. You didn't hurt yourself while ruminating, did you? No. Okay, that's. We good. had more concerned viewers and listeners yesterday wanting to know about your ruminatorship. Rumination. Ruminati. <laughs> Ruminati. I don't know. Ruminati. Not the Ruminati. <laughs> My gracious, welcome to uh, Tuesday. Yeah, the family's here. Yes. Ah, I'm a proud dad today. Aww. Yes, I <laughs> Thanks, feel dad. I feel really good. I'm pretty excited too. Uh, uh Comic-Con is coming up in 2019. Yeah. Mm. And I've got my uh, outfit. It's ready. <laughs> wow. There we go, ladies and there gentlemen. That's me. Comic-Con 2019. So I hope you'll be a part of... What do we got here? Notice... Oh, wow. Uh, Rick it's like as Batman. Gandalf meets Batman. <laughs> <laughs> You're Gandalf right. <laughs> I just, like that. Just cut her mic off. I, don't know. <laughs> I like that. It's only when I'm on mic for. Cool? <laughs> All right, honestly, have you seen David Letterman lately? Does that look like uh, David? You know, David, could very well be. David Letterman. And uh, we were just talking about Batman and mm-hmm. Spider-Man. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Toy Story 4. And, and Dumbo. Dumbo and, uh, and all that. That's what we talk about here. So uh, anyway, welcome. Hey, we are uh, proud sponsors, or they're proud sponsors of Faith Talk Live, Phoenix Roasters. But we hope uh, they still are. Yeah. Are they, uh, and Dan... And Dan <laughs> What? Are they going to be serving uh, Phoenix Roasters at Matilda? The, bl- uh, the blueberry blend? They should. They should. Definitely. <laughs> Those yeah. people will not leave. They'll stay there for weeks. <laughs> That'd be great. We just saw a picture. Can I say it? We just saw You can a talk about it. We just can't show just it. Just saw yeah. a picture of uh, Dan's outfit as Mrs. Punchbowl. Yeah. And my gracious. Don't I look. You are so attractive. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> can I say that your glutes. Hey, wow. Right. They feeling... worked hard at giving you, what do you call those? Uh, uh, a butt. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that on the radio? Well, I just did. So. You know, there are what, like seven or nine things you can't say on the radio, or it yeah. used to be that way. I yeah. think it's dwindled down to two. Just a couple now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we've pretty much covered them all. Yes. Well, I have a derriere <laughs> and, and hips now, so, and, well, and of course... <laughs> Other things. You had a you had a derriere. I I, I've never had you a drank alcoholic va- beverages. And yeah, never oh, had Zachary, one in my life until <laughs> until now. So. so is it a heavier outfit? It doesn't look like yeah, it's, it's, it's just kind of lightweight, streamlined that kind of yeah. thing. The dress is heavier than the the padding is. So. The dress oh, okay. is heavier than yeah. the, what's it made out of? Iron. The, the dress is actually like a, a woman's overcoat, oh, okay. and uh, and they just kind of make it look like a dress. Hey, if you want to go see Dan and Matilda, opening night is Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Two yeah, two shows on Saturday, and that's it. That's it. You're done. Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, you're gonna nap. I will nap like there's no tomorrow. And there will be an autograph session uh, mm-hmm. after every show. Dan mm-hmm. will be there, and he will autograph with his glutes. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Will you sign this? <laughs> Let me butt print. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody could have like an ink pad and you could sit on it and yeah. right, oh. right there, or a photo, or a photo, yeah. <laughs> or like a the, photo. The tenth thing you can't see on radio. Uh, <laughs> leave it. Leave no. it. Leave it to Sam. <laughs> New wallpaper for or your phone. Or a photo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway. All right. Well, we were talking about the 4th the other day, and, and you weren't here, but you had an adventure on I did, the 4th. Uh, many days surrounding the 4th. Yes. 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th. Tell everyone the highlight of your 4th okay, so excursion. I, I know what you're getting at. Yes. It, it, certainly, <laughs> it certainly wasn't the, the highlight of the adventure, but on the way up to great smoky mountains national park yes stop to get gas Mm because you know we're going into the mountains no service i don't know what's up there i want to make sure you got a full tank Mm -hmm. i'm prepared yeah and i'm filling up the tank in silva north carolina small town in western north carolina okay uh, which i was talking to morgan about the idea of western north carolina yesterday that's hilarious to me like identifying a location (laughs) by two different directions western northern western north carolina (laughs) anyway so i'm filling up the tank you know just i'm on vacation Mm -hmm. relaxed look out across the highway i see the american museum of the house cat of the house cat. <laughs> of the house cat. Really? And I said, Bailey, Google this right now while we still have service because we might need to go there. Yeah. <laughs> and so we did. So for the price of uh, $7.50 a ticket. That's cheap. We went and we saw this uh, guy's private collection. He's in his 80s and it's mostly antiques. There was a cat mummy that's over a thousand years old um, and verified by archaeologists. <laughs> look, really? look, yeah. wow. look at Megan Morgan's uh, face. <laughs> yeah. There was an unverified cat mummy, too, which was funny to have, like, the verified and the unverified. Um, but the woman there, uh, I didn't get to meet the owner of the collection, unfortunately, but he's, uh, I guess I guess he's just getting up there in age. But the woman was very knowledgeable about the uh, the collection and was able to answer any questions. It was wow. cool. Were you guys the only ones there? I was or? just going to ask that. If they, you had to wait in line? Uh, no. Okay, so funny enough, it's in, like, an antique mall. And if you've ever been through western North Carolina, you know, like, every... <laughs> I know that every town has like two gas stations, four churches, and seven antique malls. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, and so you're I was right. in one of the antique malls, and you go to the certain part where the cat museum's at, and I'm pulling out the picture because I can't remember, but the there was a button. It looked like a doorbell. It said, press button for cat museum. Yeah, if you pull it up, maybe Dan can show it. <laughs> you on, press the button and it goes, <laughs> press, yeah, and so it goes, meow, and then the woman like opens the door. And she's like, yeah, there we go. Ring doorbell for yeah, Cat can Museum. You, can you show that on there? Now, would you recommend that uh, people that are traveling and uh, if they happen to be going that way, hey, check yes. out the Cat Museum. Yes, definitely. If you happen to be going that way, <laughs> definitely stop. Uh, only $7.50, I think. I mean, he, the owner, runs a cat shelter. He rescues cats. Okay. Uh, so it's all to a good cause, and you get to see an awesome, wow. like, curated collection. So, so for the fun. for the price of a cup of coffee, you can go to the, <laughs> yeah, cat, that's right. the cat museum. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and there, uh, even some of the collection is up for sale. So if you're into cats as well, uh, you can buy some of his Would uh, it be collection. cool to have a mummified cat? Did you buy anything? No, I didn't. So there was, <laughs> there was. We actually, the only, the only uh, low light, if that's a word, okay, of the vacation was I saw this awesome bumper sticker there that had a cartoon cat and it said "Keep off my tail," uh, and I was like, I was like, can we buy this and put it on the car? Yes, I was asking Bailey. Yeah, what did she say? Uh, she said no, but she laughed, and then I like revisited it before we left. Like, <laughs> seriously, can we get this? <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just driving in silence back to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and she asked me if something was okay because I hadn't talked for like an hour. Yeah. 
And I was like, I, I wish I had gotten that bumper sticker and I might mail them a letter with, I think you should. with five bucks and a pre-addressed you know, addressed envelope and be like, give me this bumper sticker, please. Give me this bumper sticker. Please. Wow. They'll probably have to blow the dust off first before so. they put it in the envelope to send it to you. But probably. That story was probably too long, but that was my little cat adventure. You know, it's interesting, that whole... I mean, that's a great story. Yeah. I think you should talk about relationships sometime. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You have that it is, together. I have a unique perspective. <laughs> that is just too fun. Did they have, like, souvenir uh, fur balls or anything that you could get? Or? Uh, I mean, they had, like, various little souvenirs, like buttons and postcards and a little patch and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cat yeah. paw um, key rings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Like, Instead of rabbits with key rings. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's the name of the place again? The American Museum of the House Cats in Silva, North Carolina. Uh, and I don't think Beautiful. they have a website, but you can find them on Google, and they have really good reviews, and I would leave them a five-star review. Hmm. Um, okay. You know, after this, they'll probably have to have, like, an usher guy yeah, to take right. them through. The price is going to go crowds. up. Yeah, yeah. See, when you set that all up here, I thought that they were going to say that Sam, like, proposed to Bailey oh, or something. And I was wow. going to be all excited, but, but this would... is even more exciting, yeah. the Cat Museum. No, no, no. People wow. thought that was in the cards on this That adventure. might be a thought, though. At Take the her cat back museum. to the cat the museum. museum. Yes. Hmm. And the sticker right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> and say, will you meow me? Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> Next. <laughs> Speaking of crowds, today's the day. If you have spots on yourself, yeah. you can get a free entree. Now, does huh. entree mean just a sandwich? Just a sandwich. At yeah. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. Can't so, get the whole thing. He so, looked into it. Yeah. So now there'll be two billion people in the drive-through yeah. instead of the normal two million people. Yeah. And there were two million yesterday when I went through the drive-through. So what Thank is it? Very free, very free food? Free food. At Chick Fil A, if you have, you don't even like, have to dress up like a cow. How you know? many no, you spots? can do like a cow mask or put spots how on many your shirt spots? or whatever. And, yeah. yeah. Nine and a half spots. Is there a spot limit? Like do you like or do you have to have a certain amount a of spots? A minimum amount of spots? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Because you could just put like three spots. You could probably on Google you that and f- maybe it depends on the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. The and I know in the past, if you were like were completely dressed in cow garb, you could get a free meal, the whole meal. Hmm. Huh. So how about that? You might try that. All right. It'll be crazy Pretty town. Good. We did that one year and it was. It was crazy town. We love yeah. Chick-fil-A, but it's uh but anyway, you can do that. Uh, put a couple of spots on yourself. And check it out, but it's just the entree. So if you do the spots, yeah, I think pretty, I'm pretty sure though a lot of them. If you dress up completely, you completely, know, and yeah. move. you get and everything: move. the and waffle fries, the soda. Yeah. The you get everything. You put the bell on. Would you do that? Mm-mm. Would no. you do that? I'm allergic to chicken, so I oh, you're allergic yeah. to chicken. Mm. I would love to do that, but they have waffle it would fries. Be... Yeah, just get the waffle fries. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, and I could ask them to substitute the. Well, no, 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 no. We'll just split the Dan and I and Sam will take the. uh, We'll take your chicken. The sandwich three ways. What do you think about that? That's another big relationship tip. Uh, If someone ever asks if you want a sample, even if you don't, you always say yes, Yes. so the other person can have double. Right. Ah, see, that's Uh, wow. Sam is a a smart man. That's a relationship tip. So Mm -hmm. for your Sunday Costco trip, remember. This needs to be a daily thing. Relationship I, tips with Sam. I like this. Yeah. Relationship right. tips with Sam with Davis. Sam. Yeah, and writing a blog, video blog. Marriage tips from an unmarried man. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very funny. Yeah. I think it could work. Okay. Like well, let's do this. Let's uh, get uh, James Alford uh, in the uh, studio. Remember when we had Kezia, mm-hmm. uh, uh, his wife, on the show? Yep. And she brought it, and now he's coming back, and we're going to talk uh, about uh, the ministry there, a feature film. 
film and one of his books called The Jesus Equation. Right. That more coming up in the Phoenix Roasters studio. Faith hey. Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Rackley. I'm Sam Davis. And I'm Megan Morgan. We'll be back. Good morning. Wake up and smell the coffee with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live. Brought to you by Phoenix Roasters. Love it. It is the Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, it is a great Tuesday, and I'm so excited because James Offord is here. Remember we had Kesey on? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize she was going to come back, and she's over there. You can't see her. She's hiding behind the camera, the camera But we're going to get her on the <laughs> uh, microphone. So, wow, we're pumped. How are you, James? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Did you watch her when she was on the show last time? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It Can was good. she bring it or what? Oh, Would man. That get Guitar, that voice? From, from the very first time I, I saw her singing, it's, it's been a blessing. Here we for go. Me. Here you we go. From did you hear from the violins? Very first time. Did you hear <laughs> violins when you said that? Birds chirping and violins and everything. Birds yeah. chirping. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear birds chirping? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you remember? I obviously you remember that event when you saw her and you heard her and what was absolutely. going through your mind? What was your line going to be? I was amazed. I, I was. I was said, "Is, is this my wife?" <laughs> and so I was trying to figure out, you know, exactly uh, how I was going to be able to date her. Yeah. Because she was an awesome woman of God. Yeah. 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 How'd that happen? Well, um, I was working one day and she was working um, at an office and um, I went into the office and I saw her in there and, and my, I think my cell phone um, went off <laughs> and it was a crazy ringer. And okay. um, she said to me, she was like, you're strange. <laughs> <laughs> what a great first line. You're strange. And I was like, you're cute. <laughs> oh, wow. So anyway, she asked, the uh, first thing she did was ask me to come to church. Um, and so I said, wow, that's a great start. Yeah. Um, so I went to church, and she was the praise and worship leader there. Yeah. And uh, when I tell you she was giving glory to God, mm-hmm. I mean, she was giving glory to God. You heard and, angels um, singing, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. You? Yeah. Absolutely. And um, it really blessed me. And I said, wow, this is amazing. Now, were you a churchgoer at the time? Were you Absolutely. connected with Christ? Did yeah, you... yeah. Um, interesting enough, um, I think me and her, we, we both got saved in the same year, in the same month. Wow. Um, but we didn't meet each other until three years later. Wow. So I was three years pretty much on fire for God, living for God, yeah. um, and, you know, interested in having a wife, but couldn't find anyone who kind of fit into the mold that I believe God had had. had place for my wife until mm-hmm. i met my wife yeah um so yeah and yeah. she said those poetic words you're strange you're what strange was that? That's <laughs> you're strange yeah that was it. people are strange <laughs> I, I like a little bit of a challenge you know <laughs> james alford here and kezia over there and we'll get her on the microphone in just a minute now you're a pastor as well you pastor yes. a church yes. and here in atlanta where in atlanta are you are you pastor? in marietta georgia off of duck road okay um it's called righteousness ministries mm-hmm. uh we've been there since 2012 Wow. So yeah. you've made it through all the construction on Delk Road and around that area Yeah, as there's well. never any congestion over there off of Delk Road, is there? Not at all. <laughs> never. Never any congestion. I mean, it's always a... Well, especially down further on easy... Windy Hill, there's a lot of construction. Except for on here. Sundays when they decide to, you know, close all the roads down so nobody can get to the church. Yeah, other, other than that. Of course. Thank you so much. <laughs> they didn't ask anyone about that, did they? No, they, they, they didn't. They do things like that. Yeah, You're like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, all right, you've been pastoring since 2012. What did you do before that? What did you you uh what, what, uh, what? well I, i've i've been in sales since i came out of college well actually since i've been in i was in college i was actually in sales yeah um and, and so i started pastoring um during that time but i continued working also um in the secular arena also mm-hmm. so 
Uh, I've never been in a place where I actually just full time pastor. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so being by vocational is something I've just become used to doing. Um, but yeah, um, pastoring is something that uh, um, really blessed me, and um, I, I feel like um, you know there's so many people out there that I asked, asked God when He first um, told me to start, start a church. I asked God. I said. Why do we need a church? It seems like there's a church on every mm-hmm. other corner. Great question. And, right? and yeah. I was like, why do we need a church? I mean, I don't, I don't want to just go out and open and start having services right. and stuff like right, that. Right. I said, why another church? And the Lord told me, he said, because my people are suffering. And at that point, I realized there were people out there that still needed, um, you know, people who were you know, going to live for God and serve him and really try to help them. And um, I, don't, I don't think we can ever run out of needing more men and women of God who are just committed to serving and helping and blessing the people of God. Mm-hmm. Pastor James yeah. Alford here, and uh, we're so glad to uh, have him. Uh, he's talking about the church, and we'll talk with Casey here in just a few. Now, being bi- bi- uh, bivocational, do you find that easier to do uh, because it frees you up to, to do ministry, you know, making money on the on the side, or is it harder because you're having to work twice as hard? What do you, what do you think? Well, um, I don't want to give a controversial answer to that, yeah. but I, <laughs> I, I, I think that um, from what I've seen, um, just just being in church ministry mm-hmm. and just being around different people, having different churches and stuff like that, it, is that um, sometimes when you're receiving an income uh, from a ministry and the ministry um, may not have that much money, mm-hmm. I, I think it kind of puts the pastor in an interesting position right. Uh, right. Um, when, you know, when people don't give as much or right. the offerings are a little bit lighter. I think I think it can cause some issues. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think it's better unless the church is in a place where it has a lot of money and can yeah. really afford to pay a pastor full time. Right. I think right. it's best that um, you be by vocational yeah. um, so that the church may be blessed. I think for me, um, it's about the church being blessed mm-hmm. and God's people being blessed way before I'm able to just take a salary mm-hmm. and, and, and not have to do something else. Yeah, I yeah. remember back in the day, uh, in fact, when I got out, I started out as a youth pastor and went to Bible college and they said that you're not really a pastor unless you're a pastor full time. And I bought into that for years. But then I realized that, wait a minute. Paul was working on the side and and writing the epistles. Absolutely. So I think, you know, and at least for me, I was, uh, I mean, I was full time for about 13 years. I led a church Mm -hmm. and I look back and I I say, uh, now I say, I wish I would have continued to work on the side because not only could we have used the money Mm -hmm. and like what you said about the church, but I think too that sometimes we can get in our own bubble and mm. forget what's going on in the workplace. Yeah, absolutely. And that's yeah. where people are. Absolutely. And there's a ministry in workplace also. Oh, right? yeah. I, I tell people that all the time. Yeah. You know, you can have a full-time ministry in your workplace. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, and some people try to separate, you know, us living for God and going to work and all that type yeah. stuff. But, you know, I, I believe a person should minister 24 hours a day, yeah. seven days a week, whether you're at your job, whether you're on your business. Um, even if you're, maybe you're not talking about Jesus, but maybe you're living the life. Maybe right. you're being an example. You're being the light. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I believe you can be a minister around the clock, whether you're in a church building. I don't, I don't think the church stops, um, starts and stops inside of a building yeah. right, right. Um, on a particular street. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's something you carry with you. Your ministry carries with you 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Pastor James yeah. Alford here, and we've got a couple of minutes before a break. So you've been pastoring now since, what, 2012, you said, yes. right? So what, have you, what do you think you've learned? What you, uh, many things, I'm sure, but what's, what's in the core? What's in, in Pastor James's soul? 
that uh, he's learned from uh, this adventure. And it, it is an adventure, isn't it? Absolutely, it's an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, you know, I guess the biggest thing I, I've, I've come to the place of understanding is it's not about me. It's about Jesus. Um, it's about souls being saved. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just a cog in the wheel. Um, and, and so I, I live my life um, that Jesus be glorified and that the people of God be blessed. And then I, I would say that's the biggest thing I have learned being in ministry. Mm. Awesome. All right. So you uh, you've been doing this for a while. You've had time to write some books. And uh, what is this about a film now? Are you in a film? Or are you writing? What's the deal? on? No, I'm, I'm actually directing a film You're right now. Yes. You're actually, serious. Well, we actually finished directing. Um, it's a feature film. Um, that's a whole nother side of me. You know, it's outside of just the whole pastoring of a church piece. Mm. OK. Um, but. Um, I directed a film, me and a, a gentleman named Kirby Love. Okay. We actually uh, put together a Is Christian. Is that his real name? Yeah, his real name is that's Kirby a, Love. That's, that's a, a great that's, name. That's a great Kirby name. Kirby Love. That would yes. be a great air name. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Kirby, Kirby Love. Love. Kirby Love. <laughs> With Rick and Dan. We need to get Kirby Love yeah. in here. I, I told him when we get, when, as soon as the film is finished, it'll be finished editing probably within the next couple of weeks or so. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have him come with me also when we yeah. start to get the trailers out and stuff like that. Um, we need but, to introduce him like Kirby Love. Kirby Love. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kirby, if you happen to be watching or listening, uh, your your number's up. You're going to be on the show. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a feature film. Um, I've been doing television ministry on and off for many years and um, did some radio also, believe okay. it or not. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, God had put it in my heart to start doing film. Mm. Uh, we put out a short film. It's actually on Amazon right now. We put out a short film last year um, called Final Decision. Okay. Uh, you can go on Amazon and watch it on Prime and, and stuff like that right now. Um, and, and the Lord has put on my heart that we do documentaries. Mm. Um, and so we're actually working on a Christian documentary right now called The Light and the Darkness. Well, let's Very do this. Cool. We're going to take a hard break. We're going to get more into this and what's going on and your book. We're going to talk about that right uh, sitting pretty here in the Phoenix uh, Roaster Studio. Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We will be right back. Stay there. Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio, it's Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live. <sighs> Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, it then. That's Thank it. you, Dave nice Spiker, for intro. that. <laughs> Are we not paying him enough? What's nah, the we're deal? We're paying him by the word now. So. <laughs> it is the Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live uh, in the Phoenix Roaster Studio. I'm Rick Rose. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. <laughs> that is so funny. All right. Uh, Pastor James Offord here and Akezia as well. And uh, we're going to talk more about, uh, we kind of opened up about the film, the mm-hmm. documentary style film that uh, he's written and uh, directing and producing with uh, his team there. We'll get into that in a second. Coming up, and I didn't write the date down, Dan. I think it's the 8th. October October 8th, 8th, yes. October 8th it is. Can you believe it? We're talking about October in July. When we got the email yesterday, I thought, well, that's like months and months away. That's like, yeah. yeah. Did you say it like that, did you? That's like months away. But no, here we are about three months away. Yeah. Wow. October 8th, it is Pastor's Appreciation Event, and uh, this year it's Pastor Brian Chappell. He is the keynote speaker, Mm -hmm. and you hear him here at Faith Talk uh, Atlanta. Cobb Energy Center, go to faithtalkatlanta.com and get your tickets. You know, the uh, women in ministry, Mm -hmm. uh, out of the park, Pastor's Appreciation, out of the park, so get your spot uh, today. Awesome. We appreciate the guys at Phoenix Roasters, and uh, uh, you can check out their place 
their truck pretty soon. Uh, the one on what Peachtree Road or Peachtree Peach Street, Street Road, yeah. will be ready to roll. And when that happens, we may do a live thing there. We'll definitely talk about it. And if you guys happen to talk to Phoenix Roasters, ask them if they'll send us some more K cups because Rick drank all of mine. So yeah, sorry, Dan that. was on vacation last <laughs> week, Pastor. I, here's confession. Okay, if I, I'm confessing, <laughs> confessing. So this coffee is really not just because the fact it was before we had them as a sponsor. Right, right, right. Uh, we've we have uh, had the Phoenix Oysters coffee, and he had the I don't even know what it was. It was strong. It, it was, was just the regular. And I like the strong coffee. Yeah, yeah. So he was gone, and I was like, I don't want what I have. And I was like, three. It was like a temptation, uh-huh. right? <laughs> like the like the apple or He's the call, fruit. Who's calling your name? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> he'll never miss three Phoenix Roasters K cups. Yeah, and I drank them the same. I mean, one right after another. Oh, wow, Good stuff. yeah. I stayed up for an entire week. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. I believe it. So yeah, so uh, uh, Stu, uh, Stu, yeah. the sales weasel. Uh, with Phoenix Roasters, we'll get some more. Yeah, Sorry definitely. about that. Okay. I owe you. <laughs> All right, back to the movie. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, back to the movie. Pastor uh, James offered here, uh, he's got a movie, a feature film, a documentary style. It's called The Light. And the Darkness. And the Darkness. Yes. And it kind of goes along with your book, did you say? Which you no, wrote? it doesn't go along with the book. It's the, the book, uh, I wrote the book several years ago, but the book is uh, The Jesus Equation, and basically um, that's a, a book that um, basically um, gets people to understand how Satan's primary goal is to remove Jesus out of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he doesn't matter. He doesn't care about giving you money. He doesn't care about giving you things. Uh, um, he doesn't care about you being a spiritual person. He just wants you to remove Jesus. And, and so basically that book talks about Satan's devices uh, mm-hmm. through false religions and things like that through, through uh, different types of things that cause us to lose the power of Christ. Mm. Because at the end of the day, that's all we have mm. uh, to lead us into salvation. So mm. that's what that book is about. Um, so it's a book in the, in the realm of the sermon. And, and so going to the, um, the, the movie, the documentary, it's a book. It's a movie that, that is a discernment style of movie. Um, light and Darkness basically talks about um, the difference between the light and the dark. Um, it talks about the difference between good and evil. And, and, and I, I know a lot when people are probably hearing this right now, they probably say, well, I know the difference between good and evil. But, you know, a lot of times people don't understand the depth of the spiritual war um, that has been going on, mm. that is going on, and will continue to go on until Christ's return. Mm. Um, and, and so, this movie basically, um, if you will, pull back, pulls back the veil, uh, um, so people ha- can have a clarity uh, or a, a better clarity of what they're dealing with, literally in this life, mm. in the spiritual realm. Yeah. Um, we have it has four different sex- sections. Um, the first section talks about the reality uh, of the hidden war. Uh, the second section talks about uh, um, evil spirits. And, and, you know, it gives a lot of stories, testimonies, uh, some of my experiences, some of other people's experiences. We even have an ex, uh, a young lady who was actually used to be a witch. Hmm. She actually wow. used to work witchcraft wow. and saw the power of the dark side operate in her life. Hmm. And she actually came out of it and now lives with Christ. So we wow. got her on there talking. Um, so it talks about deliverance, talks about evil spirits, also talks about the occult. And then finally, it talks about the name of Jesus. Now, the power of the name of Jesus uh, uh, brings a light and, and destroys all hmm. of darkness. Um so it has Derek Prince Ministries involved in it, it has Apostle uh, Ivory Hopkins with Pilgrim's Ministry in it, um, and, and some other people. And, and so it's a pretty powerful movie. I love how you start off with just the fact that it exists, because mm-hmm. it seems like, uh, especially in America, Satan has just kind of uh, cast this spell of, you know, this doesn't really exist. You know, there's no exactly. spiritual warfare. You're not battling against demons. And if right. he can get us to where we don't really believe in that, then he's right. won half the battle. Right. Well, it, it, it hit me in my face when I first came to Christ, and this is why I know this is a part of, of purpose for me. 
um, is that evil spirits literally came at me really hard when I first came to Christ. Mm. Um, and, and I give you, I give you one experience. Um, uh, a young lady who I had uh, known, uh, I was talking to her on the phone and I had just gotten saved and the Lord said, you know, I heard the spirit of God say, you need to pray for her. Um, and so I said, okay, I pray for, we just had a regular conversation. So I began to pray for her. She literally begins to growl on the phone. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, she had never done anything like that before. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, it was like, she literally began to growl the entire time I was praying for her. She was growling over the phone until I stopped praying. Hmm. And it was almost like she had not done that. Hmm. It was the craziest thing. Wow. Uh, um, and, and we got a lot more stuff in the film on that yeah. type of, not just for me, but from other people. Um, but it, it, I was one month into my salvation, one month into serving God. And this is the type of thing I'm, I'm being confronted with. Yeah. Um, now you've never seen anything like I, this or heard I've anything. never seen or heard anything like this ever. Hmm. Uh, and, and, and so it kind of kind of broadsided me a little bit. I'm like, what in the world is this? You know, I'm thinking I come to Christ, I get saved, and I'm just going to live and, <laughs> and be happy and everything's wonderful. And, you know, I just bask in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the blessings and the overflow and all these types of things. And all these things, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, that, that's coming into my life that's affecting me. Um, it's, it's like, uh, wow, what, what is this? What, what really is this? Yeah. Um, and, and so, and then the Lord even began to deal with me about stuff. Uh, that I experienced before I was saved. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you one of the story if, if I have a yeah, moment. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I was in the world. I, w- I was doing my own thing. I was I was in, in sales. Mm. <laughs> well, there you go. Say no more. I was yeah, in we sales. Know. We work with sales people every day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I had this young lady that I, a, a, a lady that I knew that was she was a uh, uh, she said she was a, a, a mystical person or whatever, mm-hmm. a spiritualist or whatever. All right. And um, she said she was gonna um, work some spells for me. Um, to make some good things happen for me. So I'm like, you know, just chilling, doing my thing, we're making money. I'm like, sure, go ahead. You know, uh, she said she's going to do this stuff for me. So anyway, one day I'm driving home from work and, um, you know, I hadn't been drinking or anything. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving home from work. I drive into my neighborhood and this is black figure walking through the neighborhood. When I say black, it was like black from head to toe. It was like black with rags and stuff like that. And I'm like, what in the world is that? I'm thinking, why does somebody have a rag over their head or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And so I drive past and I look and I say, what in the world is that? And I pull up uh, to my parking space and I, and I get out and I look back and I look at it again. I realize it had no arms. It had no legs. And it was literally sliding Ooh. across the ground. Wow. Coming towards me. And I literally took off running, ran inside my apartment, looked out and it was gone. Uh, and at that moment, I realized this woman had literally sent a demon to my house. Oh my god! And I wasn't living for God anything. So I didn't. I didn't. Literally, didn't understand. Yeah. yeah. Any of that? I've forgotten right. about it. It had been years from that point to when I got saved. But God began to show me things that you know had come into my life, and I think that happens to a lot of people. Hmm. Is that people when you're growing up, when you're a teenager, um, you start dabbling in things, and you really don't realize the spiritual ramifications mm-hmm. of the things you do. Hmm. And, and, you know, I had a young uh, a lady come to my church and um, her, um, her teenage son and daughter were operating in witchcraft. Mm-hmm. She was a Christian. She grew up Christian. Her husband was a Christian. They go to church every Sunday and, and they're operating in witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And she was like, my church never has talked about this stuff. I don't know what to do. My children are literally practicing witchcraft. Hmm. And, and, and so the film talks about how the church needs to come to a place where uh, uh, um, they're teaching and ministering 
to their people about the realities of the spiritual war, how the enemy wants to take our children. He wants us to get us in false worship and false religions, mm-hmm. how, how he does all these different type of deceptive things, and even how devils can get inside of people. The craziest thing to me is that a lot of churches, you never hear them talk about people having demons in them, but Christ, when he first came, he was doing nothing but casting devils out of people yep. time and time and time again. It's almost as if that doesn't happen anymore. Right. So there were devils. Christ came, and he must have cast all the devils out. You know what I'm saying? That, that's I think people think that, but mm-hmm. you get in churches and never talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I know I, I was in churches for many years. I never heard anybody talk about this type of thing. But I'm gonna tell you, it's real. The reality, and this this film was gonna expose a lot of that and how people need to stop allowing Satan to hide behind the scenes mm-hmm. and affect and des- literally destroying people's lives um, behind the scenes. Why? Because the church, as I'm not talking about any individual church, yeah, yeah. but the church as a whole is not dealing with it. Right. And and, and so this is what it's a film like you've never seen before. Uh, um, but the church as a whole is not dealing with these things. And so they, it goes on behind the scenes. Hmm. Things happen and people just write off, oh, that person went crazy. This happened. This whatever. Whatever, whatever. You know what I'm yep. saying? And they don't realize the depth uh, of what's going on. He's crafty, man. Yeah, he, he, he is crafty. Yeah. And, and and I'm not a person. I'm not one of those people just sitting around and say the devil, the devil, devil all day right, long in right, church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But there is a reality that needs to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, you know, it's the Bible is talking about not just in the Old Testament, not just on the Old Covenant. The devil just didn't operate in the cold. He was operating when Jesus was here. He was operating after Jesus died and rose from the third day. Yeah. He still continued to operate. So why all of a sudden do we pretend like he's still not in operation today? Right. We see in Scripture how the Bible says a woman with the spirit of divination uh, uh, came and was where Paul was preaching. Mm-hmm. That was under the church as we exist now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the spirit of divination went into the church. So now all of a sudden we don't think people that, are, that could possibly come to the church may be operating those types of spirits. Yep. Uh, I mean, so these are types of things that people need to understand. Leaders need to understand. The people of God need to understand. So they may effectively, because at the end of the day, it's about being effective. And if we don't deal with the darkness— it is all around us. We can't be effective for God. Mm-hmm. Pastor James offered, uh, <laughs> wow, how about that? So they can see it pretty soon. How can they see it? Where can they see it? What? Um, well, uh, um, we'll finish up post, and, and we're going to try to get on Netflix. That's our first okay. uh, place. But if 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 not Netflix, it's going to be on Amazon, iTunes. It's going to be on many different places. All right. Yeah. And we could have a place at your house, and we could all show up, and uh, that would be cool. Make popcorn. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. For nineteen ninety I'll give you their address uh, right after this break. How about that? Pastor James offered uh, talking more. Stay right where you are. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio, it's Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live. Hey, this guy is not just another pretty face, right? Pastor James Alford, he's here to the left of me, and you can see him right there on uh, Faith Talk Live. And it is the Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. All right, we're sitting pretty in the Phoenix Roasters studio, and uh, the lines are lighting up with the folks that want to get us some K-Cups from... Well, let's hope so. (laughs) Thank you, fans. Thank you, friends. Hey, if you're interested in uh, this film that uh, Pastor James was talking about, how can they connect with you to find out more when it's released uh, and that kind of thing? The easiest way would be to connect with me on Facebook at James Alford. Um, I'm on Facebook. um, Or they can go to to, um, rmichurch.com. Those are the easiest ways. We're actually putting a page together now for the film. Specifically for the film? Yes, yeah, specifically for the I film. I sent you a friend request. You you, you haven't answered. 
Yeah. <laughs> no. I didn't answer. Call no, down I'm right sorry. there. Well, I just sent it. Did you look the same way you look now? That's probably why. Oh, my gosh. Pastor James Alford here, and we're going to talk more in just a second. Tomorrow's show. Dr. Uh, David Delk is going to be back. We haven't no, had Dr. He? Delk here in a while. Yeah. Right? So we'll, we'll get ready and harass him. He always brings great guests with him, too. So. And uh, on Thursday, who's coming in on Thursday? It is, uh, and I just lost him. Uh, he was with uh, Mark Lee. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the, uh, yeah. David, uh, yeah. D- David. Yeah. David. <laughs> David, David. Our good friend David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should read my stuff before I talk about it. So should I. Anyway, That's so okay. anyway, he's going to be coming out, uh, coming out on uh, Thursday. Then Friday, a best of, because yeah. Dan's going to be tired from being Mrs. Trunchbull yes. or Mrs. Punchbowl and Matilda. Yeah. you got to see yeah. that. Where can they get tickets? Uh, well, there's a long, long link. I'd have the the link is on our Faith Talk yeah, Live page. You can find you it there. Let's yeah. check that. All hey, right. by the way, while you're looking up all the stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, for for James, you can also look up Kezia Alford, and she's got some phenomenal songs, videos, yes. and songs. You can look it up because uh, we had Kezia on. Uh, been probably a month or two ago now. I hope she comes back and yeah. brings her guitar. Uh, is, is are you saying that? So she, uh, I'll make sure she comes back. I'll make sure she comes back. I'll make sure she makes it back. Yeah, definitely. How's it going with that project? Is it going good? I mean that uh, that latest project that she had. Oh, it's going yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. good stuff. Absolutely. You need yeah. to, you need I mean, to check I, it. I get to listen to it every day, and I'm always like, "What was that? What was that you were singing? What was that you were putting together?" I mean, she's always. I call it the lab. She's always back there in her lab. In the lab. Yeah. yeah. In the lab. <laughs> <laughs> Boiling tubes and everything. Yeah, do yeah, you ever? Uh, do you? Is that your thing? Do you ever like? Hey, I got an idea for a lyric, or uh, here, here's a chord you could use. Well, I mean, you well, know. I'm, I'm a writer. Okay. Uh, I'm a writer, so you know, I always, you know, I try to help her when I can. Yeah. Uh, um, with with her lyrics and stuff like that with her music and and i like to think i have she says i have an ear so you know sometimes she'll pass stuff by me and you know see what i think about it now do you sing too or does she tell you just no do i don't, Next. I don't <laughs> she, she's she's never she's never discouraged me though really when okay. i sing she, but i know i can't sing yeah yeah my dad made sure i understood that before i, I okay. left home okay so. <laughs> so you make a joyful noise do yeah. you okay yeah, yeah I, I, leave, I leave the singing for her she glorifies god with her voice and mm-hmm. she blesses me and blesses so many people and so I'm just happy to uh, be married to her. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're so glad you're here. Thank you for, for being a part of the show. We'd love to have you back, and uh, we're excited about the film. We want people to see Absolutely. this film. Absolutely. So you had mentioned, uh, uh, and you emailed me, thank you for uh, sending some stuff that we can chat about, uh, Jesus... The, the Jesus, equation, the Jesus equation, the Jesus equation. This yeah. is your latest book? No, that well, that's a book several years ago. It's, okay. it's pretty. I just put some stuff in there we okay. can talk about outside of the film. Okay. Uh, um, but yeah, my latest book is actually free from captivity. Okay. Um, is it out? Is it? It's out. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, it's on Amazon. I have two books on Amazon: "Free from Captivity" by James Alfred, and also "The Jesus Equation" by James Alfred. I right, talk about "Free from Captivity." What? "Free from Captivity" it basically talks about. Um, I'm I'm a person who's big on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife would say I'm real big on making sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, not copying people, not running behind somebody and trying to mimic people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I found that a lot of people become captive, if you let me use that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me people become captive to what people think or what the general way of doing things is supposed to be. Right. Um, and so they kind of fall into a vein of purpose based on what they see people doing, not what God is saying. And so, and so the basically the book talks about. Um, coming out of that that place of bondage and, and doing and living not according to purpose and literally walking in God's 
purpose for your life. Mm. And so that's what that book talks about. That is so good. Guys, I think there are a lot of folks around that have not realized or searching for their 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 purpose. Absolutely. And they're not living a full life. I mean, they love Jesus, but they're not fulfilling what God wants them here on the earth until we find our purpose and plug in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's a that's a. Yeah, it, it hollows you. It hollows you out when, when uh, you know, you you go through life and you're doing what you think you ought to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, as men, we're taught we just make sure we take care of our family, right, make sure right. we're working, you know, right. make sure you're, you know, putting food on the table. But there, there's a whole other component that God uh, has available for us, mm. uh, not to leave the other undone, right? Uh, um, but also fulfill destiny. That's, I believe everyone has a purpose and destiny. Not everybody's supposed to have a ten thousand member church. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. But right. everybody has something that God has for them to do, mm. and finding that I'm gonna tell you when I found who I was, it brought me so much peace mm-hmm. and so much comfort, mm. and and I desire that for everyone. That's so good. Yeah. I think, yeah. uh, unfortunately, I think social media has probably helped kind of. Uh, propagate that because we we look at uh, other people who have all these followers and they they yes. look like on social yes. media like they're just doing awesome things for the lord and we think right well i want to do that for the lord. i should right. be like that right. rather than looking at what how god has gifted us and say this is what i'm going to do absolutely all of us have a, a, a piece or a portion we you know even in the bible it talks about you know it, it refers to the body of christ as a physical body mm-hmm. you know it, it relates it to it and it talks about how you know, we, we can't we can't some parts are better than others. Right. Some right. are more comely. So the Bible says comely. Uh, um, some parts are, are, are prettier or whatever. But every part is needed. Now, mm-hmm. I always ask people in my church, you know, say you're the elbow. Nobody wants to be would like to be the elbow. We want to be something that may be more pretty. People look at or whatever. But mm-hmm. the elbow has a function. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anybody in the church that wants to do without the elbow. And, and so that's the way I tell people about purpose. Look, your, your purpose may not be as visible. But trust me, God cannot do without it. Right. Mm-hmm. So make sure you do your part because right. at the end of the day, we're all going to be in the same place in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That yeah. is so crucial. I remember when I first started, I tried to be like everybody else. I tried to pastor like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I tried to preach like everybody else. Yeah, I did that too. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and it was almost like David trying to wear Saul's armor, Absolutely. his sword. Absolutely. It just didn't fit. Uh, and then finally, I just said it dawned on me or maybe it was God just saying, just be yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And I realized that instead of being insecure about who I am, because, you know, I have Christ in me right. and I, I know the word and continue to grow in the word. I just be me. That's right. You know, I used to try to be T.D. Jakes. I want to preach like T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in the very beginning, I used to try my hardest. And, and it took me a while to come to the place where I say, you know what? I can't preach like yeah, TV yeah, Jones. right, right. Yeah. I just have to be myself. That's but, it. But you know, and when I came to that place, though, people started saying, "Well, I really, I really enjoy your teachings," mm. and and I realized that hey, there, there's a vein for everyone. There's there's people who are going to appreciate the yes. gifting that God has given you. Right. So do what you're supposed to do. Do it according to your gifting and your strengths. And there's people out there to be blessed by it. Awesome. How yeah. can people follow you again? What's your social media stuff? Uh, you've got the, I know the film when you're creating, but mm-hmm. you have uh, what James offered. They can Facebook and you can just. Well, they also can go to, um, I just remember this, um, RMI Media Productions on Instagram. Okay. RMI Media Productions is where they can get photos and clips and stuff like that uh, of the film as it progresses. Uh, um, but they can, you know, look up our church, Righteousness Ministries. They can look me up personally, uh, uh, J- James Alford on Facebook. And that's pretty much it. Got an idea for your next yeah. project. It's about uh, two uh, talk, up radio DJs. talk show hosts in the, in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be huge. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah, you're, blessed, really? you're blessed in the city of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> 
What a blessing you are, yeah. you and uh, your entire family. We appreciate you. We got to have you back. Hey, check well, this you. out. And uh, tomorrow, check us out because it's going to be a great day. Dr. David Delk on the show in the Phoenix Roasters uh, studio. This yeah. is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We'll see you. Have a great Tuesday. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.